Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, PJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out the new Netflix series, Russian Doll. So stay tuned to the end while I assure BJ his birthday this weekend will not be as dramatic or traumatic. I hope not. Yeah, we're just going to go hang out and play arcade games. Don't even worry about it. All right, Beej, what did you think of the show? I appreciated that it was a half hour show. Netflix needs to do more of those. Hard agree. But getting into the plot, I thought Russian Doll was an interesting take on the Groundhog Day concept. Uh, So we see Nadia stuck repeating the night of her birthday. And in this first episode, I think they did a good job making it a unique take on it where she doesn't necessarily try to figure out the answers immediately. And she doesn't take advantage of the situation immediately. It's kind of like how a normal person with less skepticism than probably you or I would handle the situation. And I appreciate that. You and I were joking about this, but it is real. It would take a lot to convince a normal person that you're experiencing a Groundhog Day situation. So you and I were joking about this, but usually in those Groundhog Day movies, they're like, this is what you were going to say next. Stop saying that. Get out of my head. And they're like speaking that at the same time. Whereas she's basically intimating to her friends in this first episode, I am experiencing this thing again, what is happening? And they are just like, girl, slow down on the drugs. You're being a party pooper. Yeah, they a lot of realistic explanations come up. You're doing cocaine. You're doing a mysterious combination of drugs. You have amnesia. You're going through menopause. Like maybe something is wrong with your mind rather than you traveling through time. And that gets to one of the first themes we saw of the show, which was that her birthday might be significant because at 36, it sounds like she has outlived her mother officially or Mm -hmm. has lived longer than her mother has. And so that may be one of the reasons she is going cuckoo and, and, and living this Groundhog Day scenario. Do you think she'll need to figure out something related to her mother? Ooh. So the breakthrough about this potentially being because of her mother for the viewer, not for her, because right now she is, as anyone would be, freaking out in this pilot episode. She doesn't make any major headway as far as figuring out why this is happening. But on our end, during one of the times that she comes back to life, she speaks to a friend who's a therapist who brings up the fact that she has finally outlived her mother and it seems to give her pause and she tries to write it off with humor, but you can tell it resonates. So I think she'll have some kind of breakthrough later coming back to that moment. Maybe that exact same moment. Yeah, I mean, she's (laughs) going to keep doing this moment over and over. (laughs) So another interesting aspect about the mystery behind this which is only a spoiler if you've watched the trailer for the show. We know that there's supposed to be another person Mm -hmm. who's experiencing a similar time loop Groundhog Day scenario. Yes. How soon do you expect this other person to come into play? And how involved do you think the two storylines will be? Ooh, okay. (laughs) I'm very sorry. I'm going to answer neither of those questions because I don't know. But it does bring up another question for me. So I am acknowledging that I'm ignoring you. Thank you. So if this has to do with her mother's birthday, 
or that's maybe part of the significance is, is surpassing the age at which her mother died. What does that mean for the other person going through the time loop? Because that's not their mama. I don't think that the twist will be that that person is like her long lost sibling or something. So I'm trying to think of what two strangers could experience uniquely that links just them aside from dying every day. So there was this show called True Calling that my mm-hmm. dad and I used to love a lot. And it starred Eliza Dushku. Oh, you've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Where she would only rewind once, 24 hours, to try and help figure out people's murders. So maybe Nadia has to work together with the other person in order to answer a question, solve a crime, mm. just access some piece of knowledge. She needs to figure this out on her birthday. Maybe it's related to her mother. Maybe it's just related to this particular day. Something else in the world happens. Very pushing daisies. She could be saving the world. She could be saving the world. You're right. Do you think there's any significance to her cat? No. Do you want to explain to the listeners why I just brought up a kitty cat? Sure. So she has a pet cat named Oatmeal. Uh, And this is an indoor-outdoor cat. And we find out that typically her cat will kind of go outside, go to the deli, roam around the neighborhood, but then come home. But in this instance, Oatmeal has not come home. And it's been longer than normal, so she's worried. And she does end up looking for him on one of the nights uh, after her death. But I think Oatmeal is just going to like appear in different locations and maybe lead her to different locations. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how significant oatmeal will actually be to the plot it's just she'll just see oatmeal and be drawn to the cat but die because of being hit by a truck or something and it's not like the cat is intentionally drawing her to something bigger she's just like that's just one of the ways in which she dies yeah that and maybe it'll just be like did you spot oatmeal in this episode now he's up in that tree or she because she doesn't need a male cat find the cat becomes a plot point in the movie Serenity. Serenity, starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, is, I think, the worst movie ever created in the best way. Because, unlike other famously bad movies like The Room, Serenity has a clearly outsized budget and an Oscar-winning and nominated cast. So with that, this made me think of Serenity because in that movie, Find the Cat becomes a plot point. I cannot stress enough to our listeners to please go watch that movie. You'll love it. Now, back to the mystery of Russian Doll. Yes. What do you think is the significance of the homeless man that she keeps saying she thinks she knows? I like that you and I are just lobbing potential motifs at each other, hoping the other one is smart enough to understand them. And both of us are like, I don't know, but what about this? So, <laughs> yeah, have you been hiding the answers from me this whole time? Yeah, <laughs> now you should tell me. <laughs> We've both only seen 24 minutes of this television program. I am not sure what the significance of that man might be, the man who is homeless, because before she dies the very first time, she seems to recognize him, unlike mm-hmm. other people that she recognizes after she dies a couple times. So, he may be part of the thing that keeps making her die. Because after she died one of the times in this pilot, they make really meaningful eye contact. It feels like she's staring at him trying to figure out why she knows him. And I don't know if I was reading too much into it, 
but it felt like he was looking back at her like, ooh, girl, you have no idea what's going to come your way. I agree. I think he recognizes her or knows something, Mm -hmm. but he's maybe not ready to interact with her or tell her anything. Yeah. Me too. How's it going listening to Harry Potter with your partner? It's going super well. As you know, our greatest shame is that he hadn't read the books. So I'm happy to share that we're on one of the best books and worst movie adaptations in the series, Prisoner of Azkaban. Thanks for that update. Mm -hmm. And you should also know that this episode is brought to you by Audible, which has all the JK Rowling you could want and more. You can go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod to get a free 30-day trial membership, browse their unmatched selection of audio programs, and pick a title to download free and start listening. That's audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod. Happy listening. So me too. What do you think about the fact that not only does she remember each time she dies and that same day, but she also seems to be carrying over some stuff. So the final death in this first episode, she drowns and she still has like the water in her mouth when she wakes up. That was really interesting to me and it feels new from other Groundhog Day style things I've seen Mm -hmm. where she coughed up the water in the when she wakes up in the bathroom as she always does on her birthday. That was interesting. So does that mean all the days are linked? I think so. That's a sign of a good show, a good mystery show that you and I keep asking each other's each other questions and answering with questions like we're both Sherlock Holmes when we're both Watson in reality. This show made us it's Watson. We'll have another question for you, Watson. Do you think she could leave herself like notes or clues, like put something in her pocket and wake up with it? Oh, like how they did on Good Place? I would try that. At least try to put a note in your mouth or something. Clearly, she carried the water over. Mm -hmm. So maybe she could like stick a piece of paper in her mouth real fast. Like maybe just at least of things that she survived, like avoid the road, don't get hit by a car, avoid bridges, don't drown. Yeah, uh, I'm sure she's going to get taken out on those stairs. Because in one of the times that she comes back, her potential lover, love interest maybe, catches her before she falls down the stairs. And I feel like that felt like foreshadowing. Which now made me think of a conversation we had while watching. So she's repeating the same day over and over. And one interesting thing you pointed out is that breaking the fourth wall, everyone else performing in this show has to repeat a lot of the same behavior and scenes and lines that they did prior while she's the only one kind of acting differently. Yes. So there's a chance that this guy is going to have to like try and save her again, but this time just do it slightly different where he doesn't catch her or something. What do you think that experience would be like for the actors? I pointed that out to you because I was like so intently looking at the extras and even just the actors themselves, how they were performing their lines, because I can't imagine how difficult it would be to try to act the same every time because I feel like they have to film a fresh take every time because Natasha Leone has to act differently every time she comes back to life and they have to be responsive to that. So their first couple lines or moments are the same and then they react to whatever new thing she's spouted out. I don't know. I bet it's super hard because there's no way they film it and can it because that would be such a weird jump cut. That would be such a strange thing to like green screen or jump cut or whatever. 
Yeah, if they did it that way, it'd be kind of like Bandersnatch for anyone who keeps up with Black Mirror. Yes. Where they literally just replay a scene with like a slight difference. But this, they seem to be completely filming it new each time. Yeah. This show did not exhaust me in the way Bandersnatch did. Where, listeners, when BJ and I watched, I cheated and I looked up ways to end it faster because I needed that movie to finish. And that's how we ended 2018. (laughs) And that is how we ended the year. That was on New Year's Eve. So at the very least, Netflix has righted that wrong of forcing people to watch the same scene over and over again. Although I do know that people liked Bandersnatch, I think it just wasn't for me. This show is for me. This is a better way of looking at alternate paths for our main character. She is a video game developer. Mm -hmm. Do you think that will play a part in how she does this. Maybe she'll recognize things from games or she'll recognize things from Bandersnatch and she'll be like, oh, this sounds familiar. Maybe I can apply some kind of algorithm to this or even just combos, some cheat codes to this to try to get out of this a little bit faster. That brings up something I was thinking. There is one scene when she's in a bodega and she sees a man vomit or knock some food on the ground. He's having some trouble. And then she looks again and he's gone. And I was like, that looks like a glitch in the matrix. So what if she's like in a video game or in her own game? She is Bandersnatch. Netflix is tricking us into watching that movie again. And this time they're tricking us with the delightful and wonderfully talented Natasha. Ugh, fine, fine. And then they'll show us a trailer for The Christmas Prince. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best part of the Netflix Christmas movies was all of the reference to other Netflix Christmas movies. And then this is a spoiler for listeners. I won't say more than this, but there is one path in Bandersnatch that also acknowledges that this is Netflix. I have one last question. Okay. Her friends, do you think they'll help her get through this? They all are pretty high, but maybe that's the state you need to be in for someone to explain this scenario to you. Um, So let's break it down. She has the one friend who seems to be hosting the party, who's cooking a chicken and has a weird light show. Yes. I don't think she'll be helpful. Yeah. She doesn't seem like a survivor. She has another friend in overalls who's been hooking up in the bathroom. Slightly helpful, but I don't think is going to really get involved in solving this mystery. Okay, fair. She has her ex who I thought was going to be helpful, but then it turns out that he maybe just wants to get back together. So he's like 50-50. The ex felt shady to me. He didn't tell us everything. Something else must be going on. He tried to use his child to guilt her into getting back together. As soon as he did that, I stopped thinking like, oh, maybe he can be her ally and trying to figure this mess out. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, when I said oatmeal was lost, I really meant that. That wasn't like a pickup line. Oh, yeah. The only reason he tried to help her find her cat when she said oatmeal was lost is he thought she was using that as innuendo. And so when he saw the cat, he was (laughs) upset. Then we have her therapist friend who seems to already be helpful. Mm -hmm. So maybe the mysterious older friend who isn't going to directly help, but maybe drop some words of wisdom that'll lead her in the right direction. That's real tough. So you're saying that she's in this by herself until she meets that guy, at least, who's experiencing the same problem. Yes. Oof. I think 
she's alone for now and none of her friends or lovers past or present will be of any use to her. Let's make a code. If you or I were ever in this scenario, we say this code word and it means we're serious. We are in a Groundhog Day scenario. What is it? But this better not happen to me tomorrow. Tomorrow's my birthday, listeners. If you say this tomorrow on your birthday, I will treat it like threat level midnight. Okay. Brownie batter. I feel like that would come up in a conversation at some point. That's true. You bake a lot. Are you ready to get into our ratings? I am ready. BJ, what would you rate Russian Doll? Oh, that name is so cute. Sorry, the name of the show just hit me. <laughs> okay, what would you rate Russian Doll? I would rate Russian Doll. Would watch again casually. I don't think right now I'm ready to dive in seriously, but I think I do want to eventually know what happens to Nadia and also the other people around her. So I think I'll pick up a few episodes every now and then. Won't binge it, but I feel like I could finish it in the next month or two. Nice. I would watch again seriously. I'm pretty hooked. I was tempted to keep watching after we stopped to review the show. And if I were on my own, I think I would have just kept watching. I am in. Ooh. I want to know what happens. I want to know the significance of that man who is homeless across the street. I want to know who she teams up with, the other person that keeps dying. I want to know it all. I am in, Natasha. If I come back to you in like three, four days, you can just tell me the ending. I won't do that. I want you to watch it. I want you to support. Amy Poehler also created this show or co-created it. I don't mind spoilers. You know that. I know. That's true. Okay. Maybe I'll spoil it for you once I watch. Maybe. Thank you. I mean, you can just Google it too. I know you will, even if I don't tell you. All right. Where can people find other episodes of our podcast where we rate and review shows, but don't spoil them unless they're recaps? They can go to our website, thepilotpodcast.com, or you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or Spotify. And be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a review. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send us Russian doll theories, feedback, questions, shows you think we should watch and review to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.